This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Just 17 minutes after 6 o'clock, this progressive talk on Capricorn FM. So our political analyst this evening is uh, Mr. Mwele Tsimbeki, who will be talking to us about these issues that we've just touched on. And some of them, of course, we'll see as as we go on some of these issues that we've touched on, or how much we can make of them. So we've got uh, Mr. Mwele Tsimbeki on the line there talking to us about these issues, these issues that we're referring to. Mr. Mbeki, good evening. Welcome to Progressive Talk. Yeah, nice to be with you. Good evening, good evening indeed. So we're just talking now about the proposal that is coming, of course, that uh, the funding for political parties be increased. The ANC Treasurer General is talking about figure out 500 million. That may not be enough, but what is important is saying for the democracy of the country to be sustained, the government, taxpayers by extension, will have to fund political parties. What is your take on that? Well, I, I must say I'm rather, I would rather the government or rather parliament funded the political parties rather than rich men fund political parties and then control what the government does. Um, so I'd rather it's a transparent process. It's part of the budget that the Minister of uh, Finances announces in February. Uh, and uh, he says how much money is going to be given to what political party and on what basis is, is that calculation made. And uh, and then at the end of the day, the, the political parties have to account to, 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 uh, to parliament as to how they use the money. So to me, I think uh, since they don't have the money or they are members, are not able to fund the part, their political parties themselves. I agree with the ANC Treasurer General, but I think that's a better way to go. All right, and we'll keep talking about this, of course, the benefits of it when we continue in progressive talk. We're talking with uh, Mr. Mueletsi Mbeki, political economist and the deputy chairman of the South African Institute of International Affairs. Mr. Mbeki, and when we're looking at the benefits, therefore, of uh, having taxpayers um, fund political parties, some were saying, of course, there will be funding parties that they rather not have exist, that they would not support. But that is, it's being said, it will strengthen democracy. Yes, but but you will only fund parties that have uh, members of parliament. You, we, I think, if I remember correctly, we have something like two hundred political parties yeah. registered in South Africa. These are registered political parties, but 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 there are only about twelve political parties that have members of parliament. Mm. So those are the ones that would be funded. So maybe we could say. A member of parliament, you will be paid, let's say, for argument's sake, a million rands. So, if you if you have three members, you get three million rands. If you 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 have uh, fifty members, then you get fifty million rands. Something like that. So, mm-hmm. parliament will have to come up with a formula that that is affordable, so so that you can't just yeah. pay money uh, because remember. We the taxpayers' money is really intended for improving the welfare of the people of South Africa, not just for financing political parties. 
And, and of course, the ANC would say that this is a conversation that has been there. It's not now that it's struggling with its resources, that some of its funders have been found to have had, or there are allegations of corruption and other things around them. Uh, but, but the ANC's financial challenges now, to what extent perhaps will it uh, make the ANC more determined to make sure that this conversation goes up and this moves very quickly? Well, you know, the, the, the problem actually was the last internal ANC conference mm. where Cyril Ramaphosa uh, was funded by his friends in business with hundreds of millions of, of dollars. Uh, and the question is still out as to why did he need hundreds of millions of dollars to fight an internal ANC election. Mm. What, what, what was that money used for? So, so at the end of the day, it has to address those issues as well, whether internal elections also are to be funded by the taxpayers, uh, like the ANC National Executive Committee elections. Uh, should they be funded by the taxpayer as well? Uh, mm-hmm. So the, those are the, the questions that still need to be thought out. We're still talking on Progressive Talk just uh, 23 minutes after 6 o'clock. Just 24 minutes after 6 o'clock, we're still speaking with the political economist, Mr. Mohelet Simbeke. Well, the other thing that, of course, the ANC and the government now, maybe let's speak about it around the government, is the task at hand to revive the country's economy. There are proposals in place, and some are saying most of them hinges on separating, on bundling ESCOM and on external investment or, or private investment from companies and so on for the economy to be revived. What is your take on that? Well, well, there was a document which came out uh, either on Saturday uh, or on Sunday morning, uh, which was a a final report from the meeting of the cabinet, Mm. uh, which which is about reviving the economy. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of what is said there really, in my view, is, is old old head. Mm. Uh, the, the question of energy there, there's, uh, about energy. Well, the problem of ESCOM has been with us for for the past 15 years almost. Mm. Mm. So so I, I don't see what is new about uh, sorting out the problems of, of energy in the economy. Mm-hmm. There's the, the issues of infrastructure. It says uh, the infrastructure as prescribed in the 2030 uh, National Development Plan. Well, the National Development Plan was drawn up many years ago. Yeah. Uh, so to, to say, why is it, what's so special about it today instead of uh, 10 years ago or 10 years from now? Mm, mm. So, so to me, I, I don't think the government has any new things to say about the economy. Let's face it, the ANC government has been in power for 26 years. If it could not make the economy grow during the last 26 years, well, I, I'm not sure what new wisdom it has got now mm. uh, with COVID-19 on top of it that will that suddenly will make it able to make this, the South African economy grow.
uh, I I don't see it uh, myself. Talking about new wisdom, so in Gauteng, the premier there has um, fired mm. the MEC, Dr. Bandile Masuku, on a preliminary report of the SIU, and he says that should he be cleared or reinstated, many uh, doubt the wisdom are being applied here. What is your take on the developments, on the attempts, of course, of the ANC to be seen to be fighting corruption? Yeah, yeah. You say I think the 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 ANC is more interested in publicity about corruption and public relations than about really dealing with the with with the real problem. The reality is that Dr. Masuku has pointed out that he disagrees with with, with what the special investigation unit mm. has said, and mm. he's challenging the report. So then why, why fire a man when there is still a discussion going on? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it seems to me to be more to do with publicity rather than to so, solving the problem. Because what are the fundamentals of the problem of corruption in, in, in South Africa? Mm. This, the government is not explaining to us what, what, what is the root of, of, of this pervasiveness of corruption. Mm-hmm. And, and and talking about uh, dealing, looking at it and dealing with publicity. So you've in the past week and the late last week, we were talking about reports that emanated at night, talking about a possible arrest or imminent arrest of Ace Makashilo. We read over the weekend that he has written to the NPA saying that uh, should you need to address me, his lawyers, or uh, arrest me, his lawyers, saying please direct that through our office. And some are saying, why the preemptive strike? What is happening there? What do you think is happening there? <laughs> well, I, I have no idea what is happening. To me, yeah. the whole thing sounds quite a bit childish because I haven't seen any charges uh, against Ace Mahashule, uh as to what corrupt acts he has committed. There, there's been witnesses at, at the Zondo Commission, who were commenting mm. or, or on on what happened during the time when he was premier in the Free State, mm-hmm. but 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 they, as far as I can make up, the, the there's nothing that adds up to a smoking gun saying that Mahashula stole so much money from the government. So I I'm not quite sure what all this is about. That's why I'm saying. A lot of uh, what is being done about corruption by the government and by the ruling party is more about publicity to be seen to be doing something rather than to be addressing the fundamentals of corruption. Mr. Mbeki, thank you very much for talking to us. Appreciate your time. Good evening to you. Great talking to you. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.